Ta-da. You're all dead now. So we started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. This is my butt right here. Ooh, oh, 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 Welcome to Shady Pines, a limited series from Afterthought Media, where three gay men recap the Golden Girl Season 1. This episode, we're recapping Season 1, Episode 14, titled, That Was No Lady. First, from the podcast Catching Up, please say hello to, um, oh, fuck, right here. Oh, um, where is it? Oh, Don Shula, or also AKA Mike Lawson. I'm just bringing in my references now. Uh, Mike Lawson, hello. Hey, good to see you, Joey. Nice to see you. And, uh, you know, we just got a lesson in The Wizard of Oz and Munchkins. I realize what it is. I don't give a fuck if he's introduced me or not. I realize what it is, Mike, is you and I really don't get to talk to people all day. So, like, you and I actually, like, start talking. And Joe's like, yeah, okay. And he just moves on because he does 17 podcasts a day. And he's living with people that he's interacting with. I'm just like, I did this show so I could hang with two one of my friends, and it's just <laughs> absolutely ridiculous that he treats me like this all the time. I could have brought like shit out of gold brick and showed it, even like, yeah, okay. Good to please, see you, Joey. Please say hello to my- Joey Boohacker. Hi, Joey. Fuck you. <laughs> Why are you hey. so angry, Boohacker? Hey, oh, I sent don't a dick, like I sent you. a dick pic this morning, you guys. Oh, that was my, that, that wasn't my question. Did you actually send it? I sent it. Um, it went okay. What do you mean it went okay? Did he go, ew? I mean, like, what do you yeah, mean it went okay? Happened. He sent one back. Yeah. Oh. Well, that was the Is question. Wait, no, 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 no. That was the question. No, no, I realized... was that one bad that he got no, back? No, 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 hold on, hold on. I, this, I never finished my question yesterday. After we start, at the end of the show, I go, I never got to my question, which mm-hmm. was, Mike Lawson, you're primarily a top. Are you really into dicks? I mean, yeah. I like okay. Wait, you're you're oh, okay. missing the good, you're missing the correct question. Are you into blowjobs giving them? Oh, good question. That's not, that's not strictly a top thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I guess this is for anyone who enjoys them, but I like, I have particular tastes, you know. So it's not like I like. Currently, to it's curry. Day. I feel like. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the therapist isn't Indian, is he? He's Indian, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, go ahead. Because um, you don't pay attention, you're planning the next joke. Oh, true. Well, look, <laughs> you can't pay attention when you're planning. But um, he wow. sent one back, and he said that he wasn't expecting to do what he did that morning, but he did it because I sent that to him. What did he do? Uh, Make like send like, him uh, a dick pic. Like he play, played with himself. Oh, he did. Oh, oh. oh so you, he sent a video. No, he sent a oh. photo. Now was oh. he? Was he? Was he? When are you upgrading to videos? Oh, good question. Parker. Oh God, do you have to? I think that's the better part. Now, let me ask you this: before you got to the one that you sent, how many did you take before you found the one that you were happy with? Like, not that many, but well, they're like, all in the cloud. <laughs> four, I would say four angles, but a burst at each angle. So, like, maybe 
you know, 40 pictures, but mm-hmm. did you do any touch ups? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid question. <laughs> I ran it through Lightroom, yeah, which yeah. is, you know, it just the levels and the contrast and you know, uh-huh. you uh-huh. you do what you do. Add a little vignette so it's now, a little dark yeah, on the edges. Yeah, yeah. And- well, hold on. Now, will you keep this in your back pocket for him next time we have to send another one? I'm usually in a truck stop bathroom, but I mean, hang. Will I keep one in my back pocket? That photo, like just keep it. So that Would you keep time. it as a stock that you yeah. can use in the future? Yeah, well, exactly. Here's the thing: I'm not speaking to anybody, right? Like the yes, next time, I'm not going to marry this guy. You you go through boyfriends as much as you go through jobs. If you allow me to finish a <laughs> sentence, I. I'm not speaking to anyone else that would warrant a dick pic. So the next time I will need one is like after quarantine. Well, I'm not like okay. cruising the apps right now. Hold on Let me say this. As you get older, you're going to want to keep the younger ones because they look better as time goes by. <laughs> now, hold on. Boo heck. I'm not Boo I'm Lawson. Here's the, I, I guess I've never asked this before. Remember there was, I'm going to be very careful what I say here. Let you reveal what you want to reveal. There was a person who listened to our show who yeah. uh, he would send you stuff on the reg. You weren't sending things back. No, nah, that ended kind of when it when I started cruising the apps and getting real sex. Like, mm-hmm. why go through? You know, why have a relationship with somebody who lives in a different state and isn't accessible? And I know so, people who yeah. have had sex phone, <laughs> had phone sex partners for years. Oh, not really? me. But it's I know people a, who've had phone sex partners for literally years. It just doesn't do it for me. And if I have the ability to go out and meet re- real people that can have real sex with me, mm-hmm. then I, I will agree with you. I will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, I'm making sure somebody is not listening. <laughs> uh, and uh, okay, very interesting. Uh, let's actually jump right into the episode here. Speaking of, Dorothy has an affair with a married man, uh, and comes she comes home from work and tells the girls about an attractive gym teacher named Glenn O'Brien. She goes out with him, and they hit it off. Later, after making love at what would become the Golden Palace Hotel seven years later. Is that true? I don't know that for a fact. Huh. I, I didn't, I, again, I forgot to edit this. Later, after making love at what would become the Golden Palace Hotel seven years later, he admits to her that he is married. She storms out, but later regrets it and continues to miss him. Sophia and Rose agree that he is a liar and cheater and that Dorothy should not call him, but Blanche says that you have to get get happiness wherever you can in life and tells her to call him. Rose comes home with bad news about Blanche's car, but Blanche... Did we even establish that Blanche lent her her car? Anyway... (laughs) But Blanche tells Rose that she intended to cheat her so she could get full blue book value for the car. Rose says that she can't sell it to anyone because it was stolen. Blanche gets furious, but Sophia tells her that if, an uninsured, if it's an insured car is, and it's stolen, you are paid full blue book. Dorothy calls Glenn and they get back together, but only for a short while. After talking with Sophia, Dorothy admits that she is hating herself and needs to break off the relationship. She breaks it off and they all go cruising in Blanche's new car uh before we get into this episode and whatnot uh lawson uh, what were your what were your takes here of this episode what were your overall takes mm, it's an okay episode it's not one of these uh that i would st- if i'm cruising the stations mm-hmm. if people still do that and this yeah. is like you know, just playing. I'm not going to mm-hmm. stop and watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I might stop and watch until commercial break, but yeah. not. I wouldn't keep keep it there all right it's still, just great, okay. still some great sophia jokes i mean really she does have the best singers in it 
Boo Hecker, what, what was your hot take here? I agree with Mike. I mean, it's it's an okay episode. It's it's fine. I mean, it's not a bad episode by any means. It's not mm-hmm. a bad episode, mm-hmm. but it's fairly midland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You know what's so funny is I was actually thinking that I really liked this episode. I laughed quite a bit. Uh, oh yeah, I think I think there's a lot of great jokes in it. That I will. There are. So I like. I, you know what's so funny? I will say most of the time on Golden Girls, uh, it's a lot of. <laughs> Right? But a lot of them, right? A lot of what? <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's the noise he makes when he laughs. But like, it's, it's, just, oh. but it's, like a, it's not like, <laughs> it's like, right? There's, I, a, there's occasional ones that I catch myself and I usually notate when it's a laugh out loud moment. Well, I will say in this episode, at least twice, I want to say maybe three times, I actually LOL'd. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, there are some really, really good lines. Dorothy has some great comebacks. Some really Sophia. good, yeah. <laughs> some great slow burns. It's it's just it, it, it. They're they're really coming into their own on the character. Even though I will say, I will say, I remember even even striking me as sort of weird mm-hmm. uh, that, and maybe you know, Boo Hecker, you're the resident Golden Girls uh, guru here, right? The revelation by Blanche that she intended to cheat Rose, is, is that something that would ring true in a later episode? It seems sort of harsh. I still think, no, I think it still is. I mean, keep in mind, at the end of the day, Blanche is still the self-centered one who usually figures out what she did was wrong. Mm-hmm. But Blanche is always a self-centered one and thinks short term. Mm-hmm. But her conscience usually gets the best of her. Okay. Uh, and I feel like that's a point that you're just supposed to believe in this episode again. I, you know, I sound like a broken record, but this episode they want you to believe that yes, Blanche would do that to Rose. So I believe it. Right. Yeah, I know. I was thinking today when I was watching the episode, it, it there was a, a an inconsistency in the episode, and I was like, do I bring it up today? I know Lawson <laughs> fucking hates it when I. There was an inconsistency of where Rose met Charlie. Oh yes, that that's true. Hold, on, I got a cough. Tell us about that. <laughs> Well, in an earlier episode, she says that she met him at a dance with the uh, at a big band dance, and here she talks about they were children when they first met, and he opened a roadside insurance stand. Huh. Exactly. Uh, now, the inconsistency I was talking about is, I'm 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 guessing that there were two different writers on the A and B stories because the timeline makes no sense. So the show opens up with Blanche offering uh blanche says she wants to get a car but she can't afford it without trading in her car but she doesn't she can get the value for it and she kind of muscles uh rose into accepting her car on a two-week trial basis correct to see if she likes the car or not before she buys it that's fine okay but um what happens is uh in the Dorothy storyline, about four weeks pass in that storyline. It's Dorothy comes in, says she met the gym coach, and he asked her on a date. Then it shows him after just, they just fucked in the hotel room, and Dorothy says it's been a great three weeks. <clears throat> yeah, he tells her he's yeah, married. Right. He tells her he's married, and then we see later that she's like, "Oh, it's been the worst week. It's been a week since we, we've I've seen him. It's been about right. four weeks." And so, like, I'm like, so Rose has had the car for four weeks. Yeah, there's. The, I agree with that. <coughs> now, Lawson, does that make you angry? What does what make me angry? That there's this weird inconsistency. I mean, 
not maybe not as much as you, but <laughs> I'm not angry. I just noticed it. Yeah, I'm not angry about it either. All right. So, uh, okay, let's talk about the themes here. Lawson, have you ever hooked up with somebody who was cheating on their significant other to hook up with you? Maybe. (gasps) I've been in situations where, I mean, you and I have even talked about them, where, like, I've hooked up with somebody and then... Oh, I know who you're talking about, yeah. Very recently, I would say within the last couple of years. Oh, I hooked up with someone and then they on Facebook announced that they were married. That they oh, just got married. Out, but didn't we solve that, that that like they got married after he met you and it was super fast? Yeah, but like I don't know that they weren't dating or no, but you know sure. what I mean? Like I feel like especially with gay people, like you don't know their rules. So sure. you yeah. kind of just don't. Also, uh really quickly is um I, I know I always get this wrong. I know you always correct me, so I'm probably weird here. Is that um, wasn't there a guy who he, he, the, his boyfriend looked like you? Wasn't there a thing there where you don't? They, maybe they were open, but you don't know. No, no, they were certainly open. Oh, okay. and I yeah, I like went to that housewarming party at their house and stuff. Like mm-hmm. they, I they. Had very clear rules. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, so th- that, that's the only case. Boo hacker, when you were in single a- stage, uh, oh wait, what? Yeah, completely, totally. And you knew it. Yes. How do you feel about that now? Horrible. Was he like? Wait, what? Explain to me what. Split, explain yeah, the situation. A Long term relationship. Um, was there just one? Yes. Well, there was okay. So <laughs> they were in a long-term relationship, and mm-hmm. the person hit on me, and they're like, um, "We've been together for a long time." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they said they were open, but it mm-hmm. was just. I mean, I was never expecting him to leave me, leave leave him for me. So yeah, that was never. It was just fun, mm-hmm. but it was you know I it's, I look back now and I'm like that was really unfair. Yeah. Uh, and I do remember this one time that there was this, this is 15 years ago, probably last week. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I just know. Cause it was right before I started my job. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this guy and I who hooked up and he had broken up with his boyfriend, but I'm not sure how broken up they were because the boyfriend next thing you know, mm-hmm. was like outside of my apartment. Like while he was over. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not right. It was not Ooh. okay. Never <clears> seen <throat> them again. Um, you know, with me, it's one of these things where, uh, in college, I've told this story, I think I told this story in Catching Up before, where there was this guy who I found very attractive, but he was straight, he had a girlfriend, and I didn't even think anything of it, and then one day, while he was, he wasn't with his girlfriend, but he was still dating his girlfriend, he admitted to me that he had a crush on me, and we totally hooked up, uh, we landed up dating, but he broke up with the girlfriend, like, maybe two weeks into us dating, you know, he was dating two people at the same time. <clears throat> but uh, um, you know, I I feel guilty about that because like I knew the girlfriend and she was really nice. And what chat room did you meet him on? Didn't meet him in chat room. He was in college. Guy, a, a person I knew. <laughs> Same college. Same college. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I I mean, feel guilty about it. Fine, but like you're not the one that really committed the. Yeah. It's a younger man's game, and karma's a bitch. Joey Boohecker. 
<laughs> well, I just, I just, I, I just think it's, you know, you, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Would I do it now? No. Mm-hmm. Would you? I mean, let's say life's different, Boo Hecker, and you're not um, in your sitch with Kevin. I'm still good friends with the person, by the way. Oh, you are? And, <clears throat> oh, yeah, we're friends. Let's I say you're the- single and you're doing your thing, though, sowing your oats or trying to mm-hmm. find someone to sow oats with. Mm-hmm. Do right. you? Are you open to screwing someone who's in an open relationship, though? Like, there, he tells you, hey, we're in some... <sighs> I'm super committed. I'm married. I have six kids. I think kids, that's a whatever. different ball game, but I'd really like to know that they're both on the same page of that open relationship. Mm-hmm. You would like that confirmation would. That I confirmation mean, it, would make the difference. The thing is, is I don't ever want to cause somebody else pain. But I think for something that was minute for something that really meant nothing to me. Karma mm-hmm. isn't just about actions. It's also about like intention. So as mm-hmm. long as, you know, you do your best to like, you know, make sure that you're not breaking up a home and a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just never want to cause somebody pain. I, that's really how I feel. It's like over some stupid hookup that I could have done myself. Mm. All right. And what what does Mark's boyfriend think of this? What? What does Mark's boyfriend think of this? Who's? Mark Sacco. Is that is that the person you're talking about? No. Mark's married, by the way. Mm-hmm. No, it was not Mark. Joe's what? trying to cause drama right now. What, have you ever made out with Mark? No. Matt? No. By the way, these are former co-hosts of Joey's. No. Hmm. I feel like there's more to that story, but okay. Now, what, about, what, what, what about now? Is there, is, uh, uh, you know, Lawson? Are you? Is there? Would you do it now? Uh, hook up with somebody in an open relationship? No, no, no. A closed relationship. <clears throat> would you be the other? Uh, one? Oh no, no, no. I I don't think that I ever kind of would. Mm-hmm. Even I feel like the times that I have in the past, it's because I was being lied to, and I just uh-huh. didn't do my due diligence to yeah. kind of ask enough questions because you know i felt ignorance is bliss but i feel like you know i'm not i'm you not like not my problem boo hacker where i'm gonna like i need it in writing that your partner is okay with this but <laughs> I, w- I don't need it in writing what i need is it to be notarized <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I feel like if somebody tells me hey i am in this open relationship and all i'm looking for is sex then i'm totally okay with having sex with that person okay. right very good what about what, what if he says his partner wants to watch all in oh you're all in yeah why not okay lawson See, probably not. It just makes me uncomfortable. I feel like threesomes even is just too much. Listen, you used to have like fivesomes in the park. I've had a threesome, but I'm not the type of person that, like, that doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. In fact, it, the, it adds oh, too really? much anxiety. I, you know, I've, I've, uh, I, my concern is always going to be and has been the, um, the, cho- the choreography at all. You know, when you yep. watch it in porn, it, you know, choreographed, and you're seeing a choreographed movement. But like in real life, it's like who goes where and who gets what. And I feel like there's always someone who loses. It's very yeah. even porn. There's always someone who loses. All right, let's get to the references. A lot of very strange ones. Oh, before you go on, the yeah. very last outfit that that Blanche is wearing is the ugliest outfit I think I've ever seen her in. It looks like a duster house dress. Oh, I don't like, remember. You like said I do- the last one. Who was wearing? 
Blanche. Oh, I was thinking Dorothy's yes. last dress was foul. Yes, da- like Dorothy's gold, last, uh, purple, yeah, Mardi Gras awful. looking thing. Yes, I, I agree with no, you. No, I, I noticed that. Bla- Blanche's last was like a a moo moo house dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some bad fashion for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, in the references, some weird ones. Um, you know, at the time, it is a very bizarre one. Bizarre one. Speaking of Gene Dixon, because they basically made a prediction. Not really, but like. Sophia says something about, a, uh, what are you, trying to get a seat on the challenge? I mean, on the space shuttle? There was a contest at the time for to nominate a civilian to go on a space shuttle flight. And the person who won was a teacher named Krista McAuliffe, right? Yeah, I'm not even sure that joke needs to be explained, though. Really? Well, because I think just the joke works without, that the joke is an evergreen. Lawson? I guess we have to do a thing now where I where I have you guys decide what references we do. Okay, well, I think I think the joke is an evergreen. Like that joke works. What you're not trying to get a spot on the space shuttle. I think that works in any situation. Well, give me some like... historical background to the reference. Yeah, I feel like it. I didn't understand the history that Joe just explained, but I did understand the joke. So yeah, yeah, you're yeah. both you're both right. You're both pretty. What's the next reference? Anyway, anyway, in in January, only a month or so later after this episode airs, the Challenger disaster happens. That oh, I remember that, that that space shuttle explodes into pieces. And I was in first dies. grade. We did a whole weekly reader series before it happened, like about the Challenger and this first teacher going into space and yeah, all this stuff. And then I remember like watching the Challenger take off, and I want remember the explosion. Yeah. Then uh, Sophia. Now, it, what's funny is is people were aware of this. Uh, is Sophia makes a joke about the World Trade Center that the, it's been struck by she's been hit more than the World Trade Center by lightning or something like that. Yeah. And for a long time, uh, well, maybe even so, still to this day, in syndication, that joke is stricken from the episode. However, in really? the in the DVD in the DVD releases of the show, and even on the ones on Hulu, uh, that joke exists. But it, uh, huh. it was it was struck by um, from the from the. Um, uh, well, that's why they added the tower on the one of the towers. They added mm-hmm. that that huge rod, the radio rod, mm-hmm. was I, because of that. I don't feel like the joke is that insensitive. I mean, maybe you know, September twelfth, it might have felt a little bit raw, but I feel like. Well, I mean, it still existed. The, the joke wasn't that it got hit by a terrorist or had anything to do with the people even that work there or, you know what I mean? Like, it feels right, pretty pretty light. Mm-hmm. Just the building got hit by lightning. Yeah. Are you both texting other people? I'm not like, texting. I'll explain after the show Jesus what I'm doing. I'm not, I'm not texting. Uh, okay. Then another reference she made, this was a weird one. I had oh, to actually look at on Where are you going? <gasps> no, I'm good. Oh, my Thank God. You. Kevin exists. Can we see him? Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Come here for one second. Come here. Mike, Mike and Joe are screaming for you because they don't believe you exist. We just have never seen you. We've just never they, seen they, him. They can't. Yeah, we have headphones on. They don't believe you exist. Come over here. Oh, hello. Hi. There's the famous Kevin. Oh, my God. He's super handsome. Wow, Joey, you nabbed yourself a hot one. <laughs> All right, let's go on. What is he doing with you? I know. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He is super handsome, though. Huh? Yes. No, they he did said, not. No. Oh, said, my God. No, he said, did they just insult you? Oh, that's you? true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh. I said, yes. Yeah. I love how yes. Kevin even knows I'm the hot one. Even Kevin's like, I'm the hot one. They insulted you, didn't they? <laughs> anyway. 
If I land up dating Baba 2, it's going to be the same thing. They're going to be like, <laughs> oh, God. It's beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. The next one, this one, I actually found this one because this is one that there's somewhere I'm like, okay, I've heard that name before, but I don't know what the reference, I have to look it up. This one is like, I I was like a 20-year-old. I had no idea what they were fucking were talking about. Maybe Joey might remember the joke. Joey, do you remember the joke where she says, no, Phyllis George, that's why Philip George and the, and the Morning News or something like that. I don't know this. One. Okay. So she makes a reference to Phyllis George and the Morning News. I'm like, who who is Phyllis George and what's the Morning News? Was she ABC? It was CBS. Oh, here's what it is. They probably didn't want her to say the network, so she didn't say the name of the network, right? Mm-hmm. But Phyllis George was a beauty queen with no journalism experience or very little. And, and back they, then that was odd. Yeah, and they made <laughs> they made this beauty queen the co-anchor of the CBS Morning News show. But mm. she was fired eight months into the job because she was so bad at it. And I was actually reading this sort of interesting I'm going to read this little part to you from Wikipedia, <laughs> where it says a low point of her eight-month stint. And by the way, this happened. This had just happened, by the way. So she was fired right before this episode aired, about a month or two before. Um, mm-hmm. A low point of her eight-month stint on the CBS Morning News happened when George embarrassed herself during a May 1985 interview with George Dotson and Kathleen Webb. Dotson had just been freed after six years in prison on a rape charge by Webb. Webb ended up recanting her story, so Dotson was set free. As the segment began to wrap, George first suggested the two shake hands. After a brief (laughs) hesitation from them and no handshake, the news actress, that's shady, then proposed they hug it out. Only a brief moment of awkwardness followed, but no hug. The invitation to embrace was deemed highly inappropriate, prompting a few phone calls from irate CBS viewers, uh, and George was also criticized criticized in the press. So that's the whole Phyllis George morning news. I mean, that one needed to be explained to me for sure. In fact, when it when the joke happened, I didn't understand it enough, but felt confident that you would be doing this homework for us. Um. So, and the guy who played the boyfriend, who I believe comes back in the show later, Alex Rocco. Um, Huh? Alex Rocco. Yeah, do you know what do you know what TV show he was a reg, well, a special I he was he a was character after he was in he the was Godfather. He was a special guest, yeah. but he was regular on the show. Do you know what show? No. Oh, I don't know what. Facts of Life, he played Joe Polnicek's father. He he, no. he was a well-known character actor. You know, the other yeah. thing, too, is that... Um, I think he was in Alice, too. He was in The Godfather. He was in a lot of shit. He just actually just died fairly recently. What's funny yes, is... Yes. This character... Here's interesting trivia. This character comes back in season seven. Maybe this is where the Golden Palace... I just said that. <laughs> I know, but played by Jerry Orbach. Different actor. Yeah, yeah Jerry, Jerry Orbach. Jerry Orbach plays the same character when he comes back in season seven. All right. Oh. Now, there's, now, this is one that you guys may um, find interesting or find not interesting. Rose does this long list. I don't remember what she's talking about, but she does this list of like, oh, like when Debbie and Eddie and, De- and Eddie. It was so clever, this joke, especially once you if you know the references and what they mean, the joke is so fucking clever. It wasn't. It was all Liz Taylor and Liz Taylor's husbands, and but then and they connect. Debbie, so it was. It was but, Debbie and 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 Eddie Fisher, and then Liz and Eddie. Yes, and then, but Joey, not everybody knows this. That's the point of the. Re- it's uh, not called references for Joey Boohecker. Uh-huh. It's references for people who don't understand. So, so Joey, maybe you know this. Then tell us a story of Debbie Reynolds and Eddie Fisher. 
So Debbie Reynolds was best friends with uh, with uh, Liz Taylor. They were best friends, and their husbands were best friends. And then Liz Taylor, I don't know which husband of Liz this was, but maybe her second husband died in a plane crash. And Eddie Fisher went to console her and never left. Yeah. And he left Liz, Liz Taylor, which made Liz Taylor into like, it basically turned into the modern day Jennifer Aniston and um, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie, because Debbie Reynolds was America's fucking sweetheart, and Liz mm. Taylor had stolen her husband. Yeah. But then, and this is why the joke is clever, Deb, uh, Elizabeth Taylor leaves Eddie Fisher for yes. the actor Richard Burton, who was sort of like the love of her life. So yeah, so Eddie leaves- And then she got married again, and they went back to Richard. Yeah. Then they transitioned to a joke about Martin and Lewis. That's Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis were a famous comedy duo, and then they had a very acrimonious- breakup of their relationship but then rowan and martin just hosted laughing i don't think they had a break i think they were just going absurd with the joke right which was funny yeah it's it's a great joke and a well-written joke and and whatnot uh there's a reference to don shula i believe don shula let me double check this was a coach of the miami dolphins but let me let me double check that i think that's correct and so they're making a joke about the uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he was the head coach, a longtime head coach of the Miami Dolphins. The girls live in Miami, so that's he was the most winningest coach in in NFL history. Yeah, and then finally, um, Sophia says, uh, "Who am I? The Amazing Creskin?" And the Amazing Creskin, who's still alive, actually. Uh, at the time would have been a very famous TV psychic, but not in the way like uh, Gene Dixon, more like the David Blaine mentalist kind of way. Yeah. Like he yeah. would tell you what was in the envelope and like a, he was a performer. I actually thought he was more of a magician. Yeah. He, well, he, he is a magician, but that, that's a form of magic. Um, okay, so sure. uh, the amazing Kreskin would be a famous, he would be like, a, like make, making a David Blaine or David Copperfield reference. Yeah. Um, but he that. was a mind reader. And so that's what the joke Sophia was making. All right, very good. Let's jump to the uh, our all favorite part of the show because at the end, how many cheesecakes do you give the ep- the um <laughs> Joe, you go first because we really should be rotating the order of who goes first, second, and third. So usually it's me, Mike, and then you. Mm-hmm. So let's start either with you or Mike. Well, is it Joey has such control issues. But I mean, I'm fine but- with it. I'm fine with it, but he's like calling a—he's calling an audible right here on the show. Yeah, but look who's talking. I mean, it's my fucking show and my network. Um, I give it a five. Thank you, Lawson. (laughs) I was going between a four and a five, and I think I'm settling on a five. It's not an awful episode. Mm Kind of looking at my other scores. Oh, do you know what I did like about it though? Before you finish your score, Mm -hmm. is we got to see this different part of Dorothy. You got to see Dorothy sensitive and sweet and like a young girl mm-hmm. and in love. And it was very different than a usual Dorothy character who is usually the sensible one. But like she met this guy and it was love at first sight. And that's so un Dorothy like it was it was like how when you're young and you fall in love. And I thought mm-hmm. it was really well, well done. OK, so you know, I'll give my score. Then Booker, you can go last. Um, oh, wait, so Mike, are you a five? I'm a five. Yeah. OK. Yeah. What's funny is, but you know what the the therapist found out? He's really a seven. But, you know, let me ask you, let me tell you this, is that my, Buhecker just rolled Eight his eyes half. at that. <laughs> Inches. So, um, what's funny is that, uh, no, not funny. 
I, I I think the episode is fine, but like I told you, there were two or three laugh out loud moments that, mm-hmm. and the last episode, I told you that one dream sequence bumped me from an eight to a seven, I think is what I said. Mm-hmm. This one, it bumped, the jokes were good. They bumped up to a six. I'm giving it a six. Okay. F- five so stories, six joke. jokes. Yeah. I hope one of you guys can remember, but there was something that Dorothy said something to Sophia about not putting her not putting something on something and she i'm i can't remember what it was but her response was yeah but you uh it was it was a blowjob joke yeah she, she was like how do you know what i was just talking about in here she said i put my ear no, no, to the door I, I got that part but there was more to it where where she said something like ma you can't do that you'll get oh no, i'm telling you the joke oh, oh, okay. oh i'm she sorry said, she said, I put my ear to the door. That's how yes. I heard about it. And she's like, how did you do that? Or why would you do that? And she's like, Dorothy, you put your. And then. Yeah, yeah, that it. was it. And that was a great joke. Yeah. You know, when you have a little old lady, when you have an old lady character who can get away with anything, mm-hmm. there's something lovely about that. Mm-hmm. Like it gives such freedom for the actor because she doesn't she doesn't have to be in normal restraints. Um, I would give this a six. Yeah. OK. It's a six. I almost wanted to go to a six and a half because there were a lot of funny moments, but is it an episode that completely sticks with me? No. Um, I mean, I'm aware of it, but it's, it's, it's um, a lot of infidelity. I can't wait till the next episode. (laughs) Next episode is actually, I think is a very funny episode. So I'm excited about that. All right. Well, very good. Um, Lawson, thank you for being a friend. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, Lawson, I'm sorry. Lawson, we go to Lawson. You're going to tell about the next episode. I'm sorry. Yeah, what Boo Hugger just said. So the next episode is season one, episode 15, and it's called In a Bed of Roses, mm-hmm. and it's apostrophe S. And late one evening, Rose begin- brings a man home, and they spend the night together. So, oh, um, For the record, yeah. this is the one that, that Betty White wins the Emmy for. Oh, I'm glad you told me that. Um, yeah. I haven't watched it yet, so. Yeah, it's the episode, and the guest star on the show looks like the most familiar person you'll ever see. Like, like she was on tons of TV stuff, and she really wasn't. She must just have that look. You know, sometimes you look at somebody, you go, "Oh God, they look so familiar." Um, but that's it. Okay, oh, very good. Well, I'll Lawson, keep that in mind. Now I can say it, Lawson. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend, Joey's and Boo Hecker. Thank you for being a friend of me, Mike. Thank you for being a friend, and Joe. Shady Pines. Wait, also tell Kevin I said goodbye. Oh, yeah, yep. tell Kevin I said goodbye, too. <laughs> he, uh, he's too old for you, my uh, joke. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines, a limited series from Afterthought Media. You can find Mike Lawson on Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. That's M-R-M-I-K-E-L-A-W-S-O-N. You can find Joey Boohacker on Facebook. Uh, Joey. And last name B U C H E K E R. And you can find Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. It's J O E B E T A N C E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>